After beginning their musical journeys through solo careers, Alexander Burnett and Anita Blay met in 2014 at a pop music writing session. Now they've joined forces and are taking on the world as a dynamic electronic duo known as Anthony and Cleopatra. Anita and Alexander, thanks so much for chatting with us today, guys. We're super excited. How's it all going? Good, thank you. Great, thanks. And so we wanted to start today by talking to you a little bit about your previous solo careers and finding your feet as a duo. Well, uh, I was in a band called Sparkadia which did pretty good stuff in Australia. And um, I moved to England just to try, you know, writing songs with other people. And the first person I met was Anita, who uh, can fill you in on what she was up to. Uh, yes, yeah, I was a solo artist at the time, like, writing for my records in the UK. Uh, yeah, and so I, I was trying to make label at the time. And, uh, yeah, the, the result of the session that I had with Alex um, was that we made quite a strange song that didn't really fit on They hated it. My we record. thought it was great. <laughs> oh, Which yeah. is often the case with record labels. And then, yeah, we sort of started doing this, you know, as, as a proper band, maybe, you know, shortly after that, which was, what, four, four years ago. And sort of just been having fun, really. Yeah, that kind of worked out well in the end, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the music you make together is beautiful. So you just dropped uh, Why Don't You Just Call Me. Can you tell us a little bit about the process of making that track? Oh, sure. Sure, I better. Um, I think that was, like, one of the most exciting but also one of the most stressful songs to make. I I don't know, I think, I don't know what, it happened quite instantly, but then we did spend a lot of time just trying to get the form right. And it's quite an unusual song in that the, the chorus happens at, like, 36 seconds, I believe, or something. So, yeah, we, we there was a lot of, especially when we played it to people, a lot of people just, it was quite Marmite. You call it Vegemite? Vegemite, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But it doesn't mean the same thing. Yeah, it's very <laughs> divisive. You either love it or yeah. hate it. No yeah. one hated it. A lot of people just didn't get it. And I thought that, again, was sort of exciting because I'd rather make music and, and play shows that make people feel either like a positive response or negative because... In this era where everyone releases so much music, it's better to have people having opinions. But, you know, for this one, it's been great. We've been, like, you know, blown away by it's probably five times as big as their other songs, and it's only just the beginning. So, yeah, we're really excited. I think the other thing maybe is it came at a time where probably, Anita, you, you were kind of, like, frustrated about the lack of communication in a certain... I don't know. I think people have related maybe to the lyrics a bit because everyone is, like... Everyone gets used to kind of, uh, uh, no one just picking up the phone and actually calling and talking about what's going on in a relationship or life rather than... Or just vote. saying it. Like, just that say sentence it. Yeah. as it is is a bit simplistic, but it is just saying. And it's even like, sometimes, you know, you have a conversation and they're just texting you. I know it sounds really basic, but, you know, someone's texting you, like, just, just call me. Yeah. And I think that can translate into, like, communication with people. Like, just, let's just... Just talk. Just, as just talk. opposed to um, this endless text that leads nowhere on Instagram DMs or whatever, you know? Yeah, just non-committal, no one's actually giving anything. So, I don't know, like, it, yeah, it's a bit of a frustrating song and I think you can hear that in the, like, build and release of the song in, like, uh, even just lyrically. Um, but uh, also good. And it was also the first song that we wrote once we were flooded out of our old studio. We got flooded. Very biblical, like, flood. And then we had to move. And so it felt like starting again a little bit, like, because the song's quite different to like old stuff that we made in the older studio. So I don't know if that's symbolic in some way, but I don't know. Okay. 
Yeah, okay, cool, cool. And so with the release of this new single, does this mean the possibility of a debut album coming soon? What's an album? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Do people still have albums? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think an album is probably on the cards, like in just the sense of a collection of songs that we have done. But like, I don't know, I think in dance music as well, it's like, especially now, I think you just put just keep putting things out but I think yeah. eventually we will you know we did put an EP out which was more of a sort of collection of hopefully there was a bit of a homogenous or a feel a sound to that but um, yeah we, there's no actual word on when the album will be out but we definitely have loads more music to keep coming well we definitely can't wait to hear it so you guys are heading around doing some debut Australian headline club shows at the moment how exciting is that? yeah very we're very excited you can't wait um we play Melbourne on the 13th, Workers Club. Uh, we play Sydney Oath on the 15th of June. Um, so, yeah, that should be fun. We are very first headline show, so we have no idea what to expect. But Yeah, we also, we, we played a show a couple of, last Friday, and it was amazing how many people knew so many of the songs we didn't think were well-known. And that was amazing for us, because it was our first kind of tour here. Um, so, yeah, we just can't, kind of can't wait I'm sort of I'm, I'm looking at the day and it's only Tuesday I'm like can it please be Friday so <laughs> good we're at that stage of the of the process where every show feels really special and exciting because it's very early days for us in terms of some live shows yeah and on the topic of touring so when you were here last year I would have imagined that uh, your 2017 tune Twitch was a massive hit here in Australia and I imagine when you were performing here um, at stages like Splendour in the Grass the crowd's instant recognition of this song would have been so exciting to experience. On this upcoming tour, are you looking forward to hopefully experiencing a similar reaction from your fans of your yeah, new songs? It's, yeah, it's always a bit. I always think it's a bit. It's a very interesting experience because we live on the other side of the world normally. So every, I feel like when we come here, we're like, I don't know. It always feels very surreal to know that when people do sing the songs back to us because. I have no idea what's going on when we're not here, funny. <laughs> like, we kind of do, but we don't. So it's always a surprise when people are singing the words back, because you always assume that only six people know in songs. I always do. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, one is the parents. Yeah, <laughs> my dad and my aunt, and then my brother and my friend, and <laughs> supporting me. But, yeah, it's always a bit of a shock when you come back, and, like, there's a... And it grows. Every, every time you come back, it's just, like, there's a few more people just knowing the songs, and even, like, the lesser-known songs, like songs of the EP and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. That was new, wasn't it? Yeah. It's great. It's an honour. Like, we're, we're really, we're blown away already, and it's only just the beginning of this tour. And I also um, read a quote online, Anita, where you said that your latest single, Why Don't You Just Call Me, has gotten a visceral response, good or bad. So, talking about the audi- audience's response, how do you guys respond when maybe you don't get the positive reaction you were expecting? On stage or just in, ge- in general? Yeah, like if you're on stage and you're kind of struggling to maybe find the vibe of the room? Uh, I think you just, A, you've either got to work harder. Like if you're on stage and the crowd aren't really giving you anything back, I think it's your job as a performer to kind of perform a bit, just perform out a bit more, you know? Because I think there's an element of crowds wanting to be, not bossed around, <laughs> but you know, like kind of uh, hyped up or like, told what to do a little bit or just like like there's a theater in it I think yeah. and if, if that doesn't work then that's fine you've kind of given everything but 
yeah, it happens sometimes. I think for me, it's just like, well, I just try and turn it up as much as I can, and if it still doesn't work, I know I've sort of tried to give as much. Yeah, or, or there are, I mean, I think at the end of the tour, maybe there'll be one song that we're like, maybe that's, that just, exactly. that's time to kind of have a have a moment, you know, in the shed. But um, I don't know, We yeah, we didn't have any, nothing was grim on Friday, so we're doing pretty good. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. we have four or five songs that are quite big in Australia, you know, so that's pretty good for a set so far. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. well, you always get us dancing here at Sin with your music. So just for a little bit of a fun question for you guys, uh, we want to ask, what kind of music gets you guys going? Oh, <clears throat> very good question. Uh, depends upon what time of the day. Like, are we saying nighttime or morning? Oh, we definitely have to go for a nighttime vibe. Oh, okay. uh, Well, you've got to start off, I think when you're getting ready to go out, it's all about hits. Hits or self. Yeah. I can speak for, like, either we're getting some really dirty, like, sort of foul mouth, hip hop, like, just getting into the mood, or it is, like, just, just bona fide, cheesy, cheesy hits. hits. Like, give you dance hits, cheesy um, B hits. Um, you just got to have something that takes, you don't have to think about it, it's just no guilt required. Yeah. But then once you hit the night, it depends on what club you're going to and all that. Um, as for music to kick on, I think the more mellow the music, the better. Yeah, I kind of think if it's at like 1am and it's a house party back at yours, cranking hits at that point can be dangerous. Well, because no one's going to leave the house party. Yeah, no one will ever leave. <laughs> yeah. But I'm probably that guy that puts on like jazz and goes like, oh, having a great time now, Lee. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And so we're obviously um, going to hear from your new track, Why Don't You Just Call Me, but did you maybe have a song request from yourself that you wanted to give us? Um, I think a good um, energy kicker is yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe Edge of Seventeen because that, that guitar line is very like memorable and throbby and I think that's a good one and then you can also mix that into Beyonce's Booty Delicious um, Death yeah. and Charles because exactly. it's got the same sample fantastic yeah, you know, suggestion that's the whole thing there right? you go we've already sorted two songs up you know <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so much for having a chat with us. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.